Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Future Tech podcast series. It's me, Charlie Sell, the Group MD of Arrows Group, where I interview thought leaders, uh, senior level people, anyone involved in helping support our graduate community in finding new employment, finding their first jobs, or actually just learning about what a career looks like. And I'm really pleased to have Joe O'Reilly with me on the show today. And this is quite a special podcast because Joe is the mum of, um, of Charlotte, who works in our team, um, who is super, super passionate about students and education and how to help students um, go and fulfill their potential. And she works for Hearts for Learning, um, a, a consultancy, a services business, predominantly um, for Hertfordshire, but beyond, where she works with young people. Um, and there's going to be some really interesting facts. We've, we've spoken a quite a bit over the last couple of days and, and the energy and, and, and passion you're going to see for yourself is, is, is quite uh, intoxicating, I should say. So <laughs> without further ado, Joe, welcome to the show. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you for inviting me and hello to everybody. It's great to be a part of this. Um, as I said to Charlie, um, rein me in if I go off on a tangent that is what I quite often do I do get quite excited about my topic or my passion for supporting young people yeah and and, and fantastic and, and like I said I think you and I we've had a, we've already had a couple of really lovely conversations haven't we where the passion sort of comes yeah. through so so let's dive straight in and just find out a bit more about a what you actually do supporting young people and a bit more about mm. your your thoughts on on how it you know how we can help young people yeah, sure. So I'm going to take it back a bit. Uh, when I was at school, music was my passion. That's what I loved doing drama. I'm going to come back to that because some of that's been relevant in what I do now and what I've been able to do. And sort of those skills and things that I learned at an early age or things that I loved doing. So I went off to do music. I did media studies as well, but then wasn't quite sure. Um, started a career after my um, degree in retail and became a retail manager at John Lewis and I actually ended up working there for many many years lots of different roles and as I developed my skills and my knowledge of the business um, I realized that one of the things that I really was passionate about and enjoyed doing was mentoring supporting helping other people develop um, that kind of led to, I was very much somebody who is, oh yeah, count me in, I'll do that, I'll give that a go. And that led to a volunteering opportunity with an education charity called Young Enterprise. And we'd go out to primary schools and help deliver programs about community, the world, all sorts of things, introducing tax and what that pays for at an early age. Got more involved with it, absolutely loved what they were doing. And then a position came up, I was approached about it um, and I went for that. And then ooh, about six years ago, did a complete career change and ended up being area manager for Young Enterprise. Now I realized then, I'd been at John Lewis for so long that I did actually have a lot of skills, transferable skills. You'll probably hear that a lot yeah. that I was able to take. Also, the role involved fundraising, networking, 
didn't know I could do networking, but apparently I'm quite good at talking to people. I'm also quite good at asking for money. So fundraising was part of it, or a free venue for events or volunteers or time, whatever. Met some amazing people along the way, great opportunities. And I've gone off track, so I can't remember what my point was. So young enterprise, um, that, that was me for the next few years. Uh, really loved the opportunities, worked with primary, secondary, university students, a whole wealth of volunteers. So transferable skills, that was the thing yeah. uh, for me that I realised I had learned so much um, at John Lewis. Um, I'm a real advocate from learning from others yeah. what, they, what you like about them and maybe sometimes what you don't like the sort of leader or inspired that you don't want to be. Yeah. Um, so learn a lot. Brilliant. I've also learned that, you know, any business, the real diversity of people, you know, I've got my strengths and weaknesses and hopefully there's the complement within the teams, within the people that I'm working with. And that's, and that's such a brilliant point because like you said, the transferable skills, I couldn't agree with yeah. you more how a, a lot of the time um, when we speak to young people and, and people get too fixated about worrying about the, the short-term skills gap, where actually mm. if, you, if you invest and you keep continuously learning, what you learn from mm. one job, even from education, you can transfer Absolutely. that into a skill set for for, yeah. for other employers yeah so sometimes it's taking the time out just to sort of sit back and recognize you know what you've done what you've achieved yeah. what you've learned um one of the greatest things that came out along the way is resilience and you know with the pandemic especially you know our young people today have learned so much resilience yeah. um and if you can bounce back and think well you know that didn't go quite to plan but what have i learned from that how am i going to take it forward yeah. So moving then from, from Young Enterprise, uh, another opportunity came my way. And this kind of um, links in with what I would say about communication, uh, networking. And by networking, I don't mean going out to meetings all the time, just showing an interest in people around you. So, you know, how we came to be connected. Charlotte yeah. talked about me. You sort of said, oh, you know, let me follow that up. And, and here we are now. And I've managed to introduce you now to yeah. a few other people that are interested or would be useful for these podcasts. So, so my opportunity with Hearts for Learning came about with a school that um, I needed to get funding for to run a program, um, all about skills development, writing CVs, interview skills. Um, my volunteers were a network of volunteers I'd been building. And through that, um, another opportunity came my way. I've got a position that's come up you might be interested in. Um, and I thought, oh, I don't know if there's anything I can be as passionate about as Young Enterprise. Um, but lo and behold, here I am, uh, account manager now at Hearts for Learning. Um, we do support for schools within Hearts and beyond, um, be it from the school services to the teaching and learning to the governance team, whole variety. And I'm one of the account managers to hopefully pull all those elements together yeah. for the schools and get the right support in place, place for them. 
And that's lovely because so you're living proof also of, of the the ability to almost career change. You know, at John Lewis for a long yeah. time and and did many yeah. different roles and and then you know being able to as we said earlier transfer that um, and and yeah. now you know your second or third role within really looking at students and supporting mm. them and so. Mm. Thinking about students, and, and obviously that's our, our, our podcast is, is aimed at very much um, students who are, who are going through their journey. And, and I loved your point yeah. about resilience, because I think, you know, although uh, COVID has impacted everyone, I, my, my yeah. heart really does go out to those who are studying mm. their A-levels and going to university or first years of mm. university, where, where actually they've almost had two years now of... of Mm. um you know upheaval have you thinking about advice you'd give them or, or looking at what people can do what what advice would you give um the, the students when when helping them go through that journey and think about resilience and and prepare i th i think i mean going from you know a real early age think about what your dreams your aspirations are what are your goals and dreams, aspirations, they absolutely change. Mm. And it's just it's just thinking about what am I doing now that will bring me a step closer? Has my dream changed? What makes me happy? What do I enjoy doing? One of the things we used to talk about at John Lewis going back a few years was soul and salary work. What we love doing, but sometimes there's the bits we've just got to get on get on and do they might take a bit of time um, I've just got a real block with doing my timesheet each week that we need to do um, but then I think oh that wasn't so bad done it now yeah um, so it's thinking about what makes you happy um, we're in work a long time um, I don't mean just in years I mean of our day yeah. um, who are we working with what makes us happy what can we do um, also, you know, what are our skills? What are we good at? What do we need to develop? I've always thought that if you recognize maybe something you're not so good at or something that didn't go right, own up to it and just think, what can you learn from it? Yeah. If you're aware of something that's maybe not your strength, I think you're halfway there to solving it. Yeah. If you can speak about it and reach out for that help. You know, most of us are sort of people's person. We like that interacting. We like to be asked for help. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Say, actually, I really don't know what that means. Um, can you explain? Yeah. Someone usually will. So yeah. do ask for help. Um, I think the other thing that I've learned is that life-work balance. Um, I had a few days holiday a little while ago. And I just felt I needed it and that I would come back a better, more focused person. And it is, um, it is important sometimes something might be happening at work and it's just all consuming. And sometimes you just need to step away, be it going out for a breath of fresh air or just doing something else, chatting to someone, tea break, chat or whatever. And you come back just a little bit more balanced, yeah. a little bit more focused about it. Um, the other thing that I've learned along my way, I am quite a big advocate on that well-being, that mindfulness. Um, meditation is, I 
probably put it as one of my hobbies, but it's probably more part of my lifestyle now. Again, because during the pandemic, I did find I was just automatically reaching out to colleagues saying, are you okay? Should we have a chat over a tea break? How are you doing? Need to call you just for a rant. Yeah. <laughs> that happens, like, get it out of my system. And then on the back of that, uh, my line manager said to me, we're training up a group of people to be mental health first aiders. I think you'd be ideal for it. Would you like to do that? So I just felt so fortunate that I had the opportunity to do that. So I'm now a trained mental health first aider. Well, and, and what a fantastic opportunity. And, and, and what, what I love about that as well is people sometimes think mental health is either only an issue for um, a certain age group or, or mm. a certain demographic, but actually it is it's, mm. it's prevalent in all of us from, from school age through to, through to um, elderly. And so yeah. what you've learned with mindfulness and meditation, is there any tips or is there any couple of nuggets there that, that you know, students who are maybe starting to get stressed about exams coming up or... or um, they're, they're... Everybody's different. It's not everyone's cup of tea. And sometimes it's just that, someone asks you a question or oh, I'm not quite sure if the answer might be in an interview just take a pause it's just pausing just look out the window focus on something um if you've got an important phone call to make and maybe you're getting a little bit anxious about it totally understandable to say yeah it's normal or mm, this has been going on for a while. Perhaps I need to speak to someone. There are such a wealth of resources out there, but it's going with what you feel comfortable with. And again, you know, mental health, we give it that title, but it's just your well-being. How are you doing yeah. Yeah. inside as well as outside? How are you doing? Yeah. And to ask each other and open up those conversations. And it's probably a whole different topic about that, but um yeah yeah it's yeah, okay my my mantra is it's okay to not be okay yeah and um, one day at a time one day at a time a good point isn't it you know it is okay mm. to not be okay and, and you know yeah again for many of our listeners um so one of the things i'll be most inspired about your daughter charlotte we've mentioned her a couple of times but she's hosted mm. her own um a few sessions for us at arrows yeah. um, and and yeah. for people to be able to speak up and actually talk about wellness talk about well-being and, and yeah. it's okay to not be okay but get a support network because mm. the challenge that you have you can almost guarantee the minute you speak about it half the room if not more has experienced oh absolutely and you know, even if it doesn't have to be, you know, a big, really not feeling great, yeah. it might, it might be, but it might just be a little, oh, having a bit of a bad day. Yeah, yeah. Monday blues on a Friday. Who yeah. can I talk to? Yeah. A friend, a colleague. Just what can I do to make myself feel a bit better? Yeah. Um, I'm being realistic about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. All of those. And acknowledging it. And I think that's the key one, isn't it? Acknowledging it, being being able to acknowledge yeah. it is a, is a big starting point. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, you know, I, I know in my career, you know, previous years, I've been, got, got to do everything right, got to do this, got to be seen to do that. But it's okay to say, look, I'm not having the best day. I will bounce back. 
uh, or I hope I will bounce back. Um, you know, just just give me a bit of space today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and these are such skills that you know. Because can you believe mm. it? It's it's uh, the time has flown with us, and our, our podcast is oh, coming to to a close. Oh my goodness! But, you know, but yeah. everything we've covered today, you know, and as I mentioned at the beginning, again for our listeners that. This is a pretty unique podcast following the series that mm. and I'm really happy with we've, we've actually been able to touch on things like well-being wellness as um, mindfulness as well as earlier on mm. in the conversation where you know what I really loved about um, what you said there Joe is thinking about what makes us happy asking for help the life work mm. balance you know these are these are traits and skills that that again for, for us for our graduate listeners mm. if you can learn them now uh, whilst you're studying whilst you're at school they will go with you throughout mm. your entire career and and and, and life and mm. and you know in many ways it's not about it's never too late to learn but for many of us we've been in a career already for 10 15 20 years and now we're learning these coping strategies mm. so so hopefully there's yeah. a real opportunity for our listeners to to embrace it and, and and make it part of their life at the beginning of their career. Mm. Mm. And, and I just hope that, you know, hopefully something in what I've said helps somebody. Yeah. Um, can I just finish with one little story? Please do, yes. Uh, which is one of my other points about uh, communication, speaking, networking. Some people find it difficult to be out there, but it's okay just to smile and to listen, to show an interest. Um, A couple of years ago, I was supporting at something at the University of Hertfordshire, and it was kind of like a network and almost helping students. This is what networking is about. Now, I spoke to many students that day, but one young lady really stood out. She came and spoke to me afterwards. She had my details. She was a film student. I was able to introduce her to one of my other volunteers um, who's got his own film and TV company. Now, he would only take on people who were really serious about it. He'd only offer work experience to those. He offered her work experience. She then got that work experience, and that then led her to be able to apply and get a job at Warner Brothers. So what great networking that was. Uh, what a brilliant anecdote to finish on because that is such a good point yeah <laughs> love that and, and yeah you know networking can't start too soon either can it really you, mm. you start building those relationships from uh from early days so yeah joe how lovely to have you on the show thank you so much oh, you're welcome and as i say the you know it, it, it's, it's lovely to be able to do these shows to break up the the the, the norm occasionally and, and and to really focus on things that are so relevant to as i said mm. not just our listeners but but um uh to, to, to everyone i think so mm. to everyone that's another episode of our future tech podcast series the podcast is posted on our landing page arrowspodcasts.com and they're on the career portals of now 17 of our universities that we're signed up with and on spotify apple and google so a final time a huge thank you to joe you're welcome and to everyone that's another episode of our future tech podcast series thank you bye-bye everyone <laughs>